birthday. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, would you rather give up cheese or blowjobs for the rest of your life? Blowjobs all day. I, I'm the same I'm, fucking Yeah, way. they hurt my jaw. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> like it. Son of a... Oh, good morning. What, what is today? Tuesday, Wednesday. It's hump day. Happy hump day, everybody. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. And welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Lots to get to today. It's a, a, a little streaming consciousness that I need to get to here early in the show. We've got listener mail. We've got all kinds of stuff. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy tomorrow, and and this just in. This is, I mean, this is like the most breakingest news ever. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now we all know, we all know that 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 Sunday. Everybody knows what Sunday is, right? No, you, you don't know, and and I don't have the music anymore for it. Well, there you go. Uh, the hooray for Hollywood music here would be great, but I, I don't have it around me. Um, let's see, what can I play instead? Um, there you go. Oh, wait, I, I do have, oh, hold on a second. I don't need that. We got this. There we go. That's right. Our movie guy, Christopher, will be on Friday, uh, last segment of the show, and we will be giving our official predictions for the Academy Awards. I know nobody cares, but hey, I still care. And last year we at least got Chris Rock slapped out of it, so it wasn't that bad of a deal, right? Uh, I mean, seriously. Uh, let's say some good mornings, shall we? First one here. Uh, looky there, looky there. Well, Lottie frickin' God! Uh, straight fire, first one in the house. He says, looky here, y'all. It is ass hump day. Yes, it is very much a hump day. Hump day! Uh, Gold says, a good hump day morning, assholes. <laughs> good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Colin says, morning, everyone. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy fucking hump day! Right back at you, Desert Runner says, uh, good morning, ass partners. Chaz Man. Says, morning, ass family. Let's get over this hump and downhill slide towards the weekend. I agree co-fully. Uh, Warbird. Woo! Woo! He says, good morning, let's hump. All right. Battleborn says, happy hump day, Arnie and ass family. We'll right back at you, my friend. Um, well, here we go. Fuck your mama. Uh, hot mama's in the house. Uh, she says, good morning, ass. Desert Runner says, happy International Women's Day to all of you. I was thinking about that. You know, some swarmy boss just is hearing that and like, he goes to his secretary, hey, uh, Betty, uh, will you bring me a coffee? And since it's International Women's Day, why don't you bring yourself one too, hon? All right? Yeah, you got to put the in there or the snap. One of the two, but yes, happy International Women's Day. Uh, <laughs> you get you one too, honey. Hey, konnichiwa, bud, what's up? Arigato. Around here, we speak American, okay, bud? 
Mage says, good morning, Asne IG. It's snowing here, so the Japanese word of the day is Yuki no Jiguata, or Jigoku. Jigoku. Translation, snow hell. All right. Uh, Straight Fire says, traditional women only, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. None, none of that bullshit. Oh, we got, oh, man, do we have something. The Straight Fire says, not your best mage. Hey, easy does it. He's, he's being snowed in. Come on now. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is all up in this house. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. All right, well, that's fine by me. I've uh, been sitting on my ass since 5 a.m., took one order. To a car because I was bored, got a $20 tip, making bank, sitting on my ass. Good for you. Swoosh says, uh, morning ass family on this wet Wednesday. Sanchez family says, hey now, begging Timmy and Nicole says, good morning ass family. Uh, eat your purple M. All right. Boy, oh boy, is there a lot to talk about this morning. And I didn't really fully talk about it yesterday, but we're going to talk about it today. But first, before we talk about everything that, that blew up yesterday. I just want to read this story about what your president, I'm sorry, our president, is planning on doing um, as soon as I can find the story. There it is. Now, this is, this is fantastic. The president is considering detaining illegal immigrant families to cope, to cope with the historic surge despite the previously blasting the Donald Trump uh, presidency for the exact same policy. Really? Biden is considering to uh, revive the Trump-era policy, detaining families who cross the border illegally. Let's not forget that that was not only a Trump policy, but that was an Obama policy as well. He actively campaigned against the program, but the number of migrants crossing has reached historic levels. Remember when they told us it didn't reach historic levels? Well, I, I mean, I, I, am, I am shaken to my core. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Oh, I, I cannot believe that this is happening. Oh, my God. It is so frustrating. And, and then, and then. This is the, the, the insult to the injury right here. This video was sent to me. Thank you to Brady Kidd for sending this video to me. It is so maddening. Just just listen to this asshole speak. The, the first one's the asshole. I called on the prescription drug companies to bring... By the way, by the way, this was on March 5th. So, like, uh, earlier this week, this is what Joe Biden said. This week. The price of insulin to $35 to everyone, not just seniors. And today, Eli Lilly, the largest manufacturer of insulin in the United States of America, agreed to do just that. 35 bucks. For hundreds and thousands now, of seniors in... The, by the way, the second one, the second one was Donald Trump in 2020. Medicare. That's a big deal. Participating plans will cap costs at just... $35 a month per type of insulin, and some plans may offer it free. What? The press won't even cover it. What? But uh, they'll cover things that are unimportant. 
Wow. Man, oh man, isn't that weird that 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 Joe Biden is taking credit for something done in the previous administration? Oh, it, it doesn't stop there though. This though, this is your president. This really is your president. This is a long video, and I'm gonna I'm gonna clip through it. Um, I, I think this was Swoosh that sent this to me, but I'm not sure. Uh, Don, uh, you guys gotta sign your name Swoosh or whatever. That's how I know you. This video is, it's repugnant. That, that, that's the best word I can say. And the worst president ever. I mean, he's bad at his job, and he's also, sorry, a, a bad guy. With the lying, with the apparent corruption, with the nastiness, and now, oh, by the way, he's not all... nearly smart enough to have, to be president, to have no. had any of those jobs. No. But what happened last night, this really shocked me. It really, really did. After I what saw it, said, I was like, wow. Oh, we'll get to that in just a moment because he was he was responding to this woman, Rebecca Kiesling, uh, a great woman from Michigan who lost her two sons to a fentanyl overdose. She went to a congressional committee to share her story and to ask We're the government to do more than they're doing. Uh, her Lost my two sons. Um, Caleb was age 20 and Kyler was age 18 on July 29th of 2020. It's unbelievable. You would think that one death from fentanyl coming across our southern border would be enough to sound the alarm. 100,000 die every year and nothing's being done. Not enough is being done. Numbers are going up, not down. And you talk about children being taken away from their parents. Now, this is a mom whose kids were overdosed on fentanyl, and she's addressing. And then Joe decided to comment on this. Joe Biden showed up. Joe Biden had something to say last night about all this. Rebecca oh, Kiesling did you. not point her finger at any one president or any one political party. She's upset about the overall situation at the border. Yeah, that's where it's coming from. And Joe, like a this. career politician, but one who wow. is about to make a really bad mistake, deflects responsibility to Trump. He wasn't even accused. Listen to what happened. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> that the, the laugh at the end is just creepy. Oh, uh, the the fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> I mean, I, that, that's not on me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I have enough dead kids on me. Don't be putting your other two dead kids on me. <laughs> wow. And that's what's going to start this stream of consciousness. Uh, happy Hump Day to you, Cowboys girl. I don't know if anybody's got to watch some of this video that, that's been released on January the 6th. I've got to see my share of it. Now, do I think it's all real? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not passing all the judgment yet. But, man, oh, man, it, it, it is sure shocking to see that the shaman who's wearing the buffalo hat is led through the corridor by police. He's got a police escort. So if, now, now, forgive me, forgive me for being naive and stupid. 
Let's say that you were to break into, I don't know, a, a, a closed store. Uh, a, a, not a closed store, but a store that's not open. And there's security in there, and they guide you from counter to counter to allow you to look through and maybe possibly take things. They guide you through that. Wouldn't they be aiding and assisting or aiding and abetting? But yet we don't hear anything about the Capitol Police in this. The one clip that's made me the most mad is the senator from Missouri, Senator Howley, who's seen running down the corridor, and boy, oh boy, did the, did the January 6th committee love to play that, and they played it for their Democrats, and their Democrats laughed at them. One member of Congress says, you do not run in the halls of Congress. No one runs in the halls of Congress. Only a coward would run in the halls of Congress. Yet, for some odd reason, they show all the people running before him. He was pulling up the rear, if you will. No apologies to Senator Josh Howley yet uh, from the great state of Missouri. Hangtown Jen says, morning, ass family. I truly hate to interrupt the stream of consciousness with a shit stream, but you know learning is living, so... Hey, yo! It's time for another poop word of the day! Today, instead of saying you're gonna go take a poop, just say you're gonna go make a sewer crocodile! A sewer crocodile. There you go. Now, back to the strain. My favorite video is the violent rioters following the line between the velvet ropes. Yes, watching these actual videos come out was eye-opening in, in, in its own right. I, I really didn't have a lot to say about January 6th. I, I saw it, and I, I thought it was a bad idea. But now seeing it, it's like, well, I don't know whose idea it was now. And then yesterday, this was my favorite part. This, the lead senator, the Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, took to the Senate floor and called for Fox News to censor a broadcaster. I, I, I would like for you to understand what that means. That means a sitting senator is saying, take this man off television who's giving, there's nothing dirty about it. There's nothing obscene about what he's saying. They're censoring his speech, i.e. revoking his First Amendment right. Now, Fox News did not take him off the air. Tucker was on last night. And I would imagine Tucker Carlson's numbers last night were probably through the roof. Did you see you're over a million listeners? Well, thank you. Sure, I'm late to the party. Congratulations. Ah, you're part of the party. Not bragging, but what's considered conspiracy nut? I've seen videos like that for years. Pays to be ahead of the curve. Yeah. You have, and, and, and then 
that fucking bitch McConnell. Oh, I I hate Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is such a fucking dried up vag. I think it was very uh, uh, distasteful. <laughs> Fuck you, Mitch McConnell. You're a Republican. You watch your Republicans get smeared, called called cowards. You just stand there and just say nothing. I'm not calling anybody who ran out of the building a coward that day. They were told to get out. That the police were telling them, "Get the fuck out of here." Why is it so bad that we're seeing these videos? Oh, I know the answer. I I I know the answer, but I I'm, I'm asking this stupid question. It's not even a rhetorical question. It's a stupid question. Why are these videos so bad for Americans to see? Oh, it's because we're seeing the truth? This is made up? What? Huh? Wait, wait, wait a second. This is made up? Hmm. Interesting. Just scared of the truth. Capitol Police had intel and stood down. This could be avoided. Well, if we're going to show the videos, let's go ahead and we can redact the agents' names from the FBI. But how many FBI agents were involved in, in, in undercover work during that? How many of them participated in this? Let's stop with the lies. How about that? How about we stop with the lies? Because Americans, we need to wake up. I, I, I mean, this has never been more true. Listen, that, that's a bunch of hooey, that soft and cuddly feeling. We're going to hug a thug. No. Y'all need to wake up. Yeah, because the lies are just, they're on top of one another, and they're getting bigger and bigger, and you sit there and you go, wait a second. They edited a bunch of senators running in front of this one senator. Oh, to make him look cool. They edited the part where the cops were just, uh, you know, just meandering along with the Buffalo King. Oh, okay. Uh, I also find it odd that these MAGA Trump supporters storming the Capitol were wearing masks because those people were so well-known for wearing masks. Yep. Dude, have you heard that Biden sound clip about removing his skull twice to see if he had a brain? I heard it on Fox a couple nights ago and almost fell out of my seat. Yeah, Joe is just, he's lost it. I mean, you look at him, he doesn't even look all there. I mean, this bullshit lie they're telling you with uh, John Fetterman, who's in the nut house, who's probably about to hang himself. Oh, he's on the road to recovery. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something. To say something like that about somebody who's clinically depressed shows you have no idea what it means to be clinically depressed. You are never on the road to recovery. This is something that stays with you, and you have to work on it. It doesn't just all of a sudden go away one day. 
John Fetterman's in bad shape. But, hey, man, they're, they're pushing bills in front of him. Hell, he even author, author, or authored a bill. Nancy Pelosi helped coordinate this. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Speaking of Nancy Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Let's go back to January 6th. Why was she alerted and left the congressional meetings that were happening that day 20 minutes before the first door opened? Did anybody on the January 6th committee ask that question? Hmm? Peculiar? Oh, is that just a dink? That's weird. Is Fetterman about to be turned loose from the nervous hospital? Uh, I, they, they keep saying he's doing better. And, and when I saw that, he's, he, and he's on the road to recovery. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. So this crazy insurrection happens, right? And then we're we're told that, oh, by the way, that police officer who was allegedly had the stroke after he was beat up, he never got beat up, really. Um, Yeah, it's all bad. Everything that you heard about the insurrection is pretty much false, except that there are a lot of people in jail today because of it. I'm betting there's going to be a lot of lawyers fucking busy. Because if this is real evidence and it was withheld from their court cases, yeah, federal government's going to be paying a lot of money. Either that or there are going to be a lot of dead people in prisons and people are going to go, whoa, what, what caused that? That's weird. But we have to stop believing what they're telling it because it, none of it's true. Do we not remember? I, I, and by the way, when are we going to call bullshit? You know, how many times do you let your kids or your friends or, or, or your siblings or, or, or your spouse, how many times do you let them lie to you? Like, over and over and over again, and it's getting worse, like, every time. How many times do you let that happen? Because, man, we as Americans, we let it happen all the time. And people need to call this shit out. The insurrection, look, this is just the latest. Last week or a week and a half ago, it was reported and proven, and I've seen so many different memes and so many different screenshots of about how people were wrong about COVID, how people's accounts were, 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 were blocked and they were banned for things they said about COVID, yet what they were saying and they got blocked for was actually correct. What we found out about COVID last week was that, well, oh, wow, and it was a leak from a lab. They're still trying to not claim, which we all know is the truth. See, this isn't one of those lies that, they, that, that we're told that we got to go along with on the joke, because the best one ever is that OJ, OJ was in, innocent. That's the greatest lie ever told the American people. 
O.J. Simpson did not kill Ron and Nicole. Okay. See, that's one you can live with. You can kind of go, oh, okay. Well, you know, it only helped them. These are a little bit bigger. Uh, people are just too stupid or they just don't want to believe the truth since that would mean they'd have to admit the, to themselves that what they were led to believe was a lie. See, and, and this is what it comes down to. And, and this is why I love doing this show and, and love you guys because you don't let this identify you. The problem with identify politics, which is what we have pretty much ruining our country right now, is that when somebody is a certain, and it's both sides. Both sides are like this, and, and, and this is why it's so bad, is that when their side is proven wrong, they take it personal. They take it absolutely personally as like a defeat to them. They're crushed by it. It's like when somebody is in love with an actor or actress, and then they end up ODing, and that person's sad, and you look at that person and go, why are you sad? You're, you're not a drug user. You're not this, that, the other. They're still sad, but you, you, have to, you have to take your embodiment of yourself out of that. I try to vote, and, and politically-wise, I try to leave my heart right where it's supposed to be, in the middle of my chest, and as an American. And I want to vote for what's best for America. It doesn't matter who authored a bill. It doesn't matter what letter is in front of your name. If you want to do what's right and you're willing to cross over and work with the other people, I don't care. You're doing what's best for America. And these politicians now, and, and there's not going to be any changing them until we start voting them out and holding them accountable. <laughs> the bigger lies than OJ's innocence is Biden won the election. The biggest lie ever is all the shit stains who claim wrestling is fake. Amen. But, but y- you don't take it personally. Look, look. I don't know if it's because I'm used to this, but my first few elections that I voted for in, I lost. Now, that didn't get me to change politics to go to the winning side. I still wanted to vote for the people that were going to do best for America. And I knew they lied. The lying has gotten out of hand. They told us all this stuff about COVID. Nothing. They're Not only are they liars, they're hypocrites. They spend, well, this is another part of the lie, the two impeachments, which they knew were lies, especially the first one they knew was a lie. They knew, the DNC knew it was a lie that there was Russian collusion in the, in the, the 2016 election. Yet they allowed the government to spend billions of dollars to investigate and impeach a sitting president. And then, because they were so mad at him, they impeached him after he left office. Lost that one, too. Blamed him for the insurrection. I don't think you can blame him anymore. I think he's owed quite the apology. 
But the lies need to stop. The border lie. Oh, the border's not that bad. The, the border is a fucking war zone. Did you not see what just happened there two days ago? Four Americans were caught in the crossfire in Matamoros, Mexico. And let me tell you, as soon as you cross over the bridge into Mexico, guess what? You are in Matamoros, Mexico. This is right there. These people were caught in the crossfire, and the the alleged word is, is that they thought that they were Haitian smugglers coming in. They were black. Two of the people died. The other two are back in America now, thank God. One was going down for a tummy tuck surgery, which we all know that's going to end up bad. But we're told the border situation is not as bad as what they're making it seem. Let me tell you from my personal experience. I have been to Matamoros. It is right there on the border. It is the literal border city. This is happening there. Then they took two of them hostage. Those people are lucky to be alive today. And they're going to be lucky to stay alive because the cartel don't like to be seen. But the border's not a problem. This fentanyl, well, that was the last administration. Fuck you, lady. What do I care about your kids? Democrat scandal list is long and distinguished like my Johnson Top Gun movie reference. Nice. I mean, and it, 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 what it's done, it, it, it's caused stupidity. It's called dumbness. It, it, it's caused all this bullshit. Look, parents, uh, th- there's a story that came out yesterday that parents lied about their kids' sickness status and broke quarantine rules during the COVID vi- pandemic. Some parents lie, uh, almost 26% of parents lied about their kids' COVID test results to prevent their kids from having to miss school and other activities. So parents knowingly sent their sick kids to school, which I don't have a problem with. They should have been going to school. It's a cold. But we're told this is the deadliest virus known to mankind. It was created when an angry bat left the caves of Wuhan and flew into the city where it was caught, this evil bat that has lived centuries in the caves of Wuhan. Someone caught it. They whacked it on the head and then they put it in a pot to boil it. And they ate that soup. And they were poisoned with COVID-19. Now, that's, I mean, that's, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, from, I would call it like bat flu soup or bat soup flu. That's what I would have called it, bat soup flu. But they came up with COVID, which maybe, I don't know, maybe that's like Roman numerals to the Chinese. I'm not sure. But then that one person who ate the, 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 the bat soup flu got it, and then they passed it on to people, and then it passed on and passed on and it passed on and it passed on and it passed on. 
Arnie, you should be a movie trailer narrator. Yeah, that one's pretty easy, though. A bat like you've never seen before. Right, so so this this horrible virus gets out. It affects everyone. We close America. We shut down schools. Parents are like, no, no, my kid's not sick. Kids wheezing all the way in and out of the classroom. <laughs> no, I'm not sick. <laughs> of course, parents lied. Parents, look, look, look here. Everybody, everybody talks about how the kids were affected by this, and they were. They were negatively affected terribly. We're seeing the studies. We're seeing the reports now. And by the way, we told you so. I don't have time to do all my sound effects. What about the parents? What about the impact that it had on parents? Parents had to become not only parents. They had to zoom in at their work job, right? And they had to watch their kids, so their babysitters. Oh, and their teachers, Well, teachers' union said, nope, we're going to go ahead and just close everything down. V. Coop says, congratulations to Killery. She racked up two more bodies over the last week. I saw one of them. One of them was a good old boy who shot himself. Oops, a daisy. Shot himself like 28 times. Suicide. And why? Why did this all happen? Was it control? Was it to get the orange man out? Was it to bankrupt America? I, I, I still don't know what the reason was. I mean, it, it's got to be more than just get the orange man out of office. Whoa, hey now. Hey now. Married Connecticut lunch lady allegedly sexually assaulted students sent nude images for months. Andy Rosefort, 31, was arrested in February and charged with second-degree sexual assault, enticing a minor by computer and... Oh, wait, wait, we aren't, we aren't doing this correctly. I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh, where is it? There it is. She'd worked in the cafeteria at Newfield Middle School and began communicating with the 14-year-old victim while he was in 8th grade and then assaulted him when he was in the ninth grade. Do you want your Joe sloppy or extra sloppy today? <laughs> I love these stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids, he's terrible. Terrible shape. Poor, poor bastard. Uh, don't forget my kid's uh, IT manager. <laughs> well, uh, one of her lawyers died from turbulence, uh, but the plane landed just fine. More people got cut from their jobs or lost businesses. The more people get hooked on government dependence and the election dependence and its eternal plantation. Yes, it is. <laughs> what did the 13-year-old order off the menu? Her. <laughs> Coffee, tea, or me, young man. I don't understand these grown women who are attracted to little boys. Well, I don't understand the fact that it's happening now and not 35 fucking years ago. First of all, we never had attractive lunch ladies. This gal's halfway decent looking. We never had a good looking lunch lady. Anybody ever have a good looking lunch lady? Lunch ladies were the women that were too dumb and, and, and couldn't become teachers and ugly. 
Sorry to any lunch ladies out there. So am I shocked the kid the parents lied about their kids? No, because we're taught to lie by the government. I mean, obviously the government's just gonna lie to us about everything. Oh, the Hunter Biden laptop, there's nothing on there to see. Lunch lady status is where attraction goes to die of ass cancer. Yeah, Scott, we didn't even have attractive teachers. We didn't have attractive librarians. We had old teachers. Teachers that had moles. That lunch lady was smoking. Yeah, compared to the ones we had, yeah, that gal is pretty damn smoking hot. We never got anything good like that. I do miss, I, I, I miss the cafeteria food, though. I got, I got to tell you. Boy, pizza day, there was, not, there was nothing better. And I, you know what? I think this, this is the thing. There's a, my favorite pizza place here in town is called Campisi's, and it's always been my favorite pizza place. And I always get their everything pizza. But recently, uh, we've been getting this one, that the sausage pizza. The sausage pizza, their sausage pizza on thin crust is some of the best pizza I've ever had. And it so reminds me of old cafeteria-style pizza. Now, the, the crust is a, a little crunchier than the old cafeteria school stuff. But, man, that stuff was so good. Oh, that stuff was so good. My son's fourth grade teacher was a hot Brazilian lady, and she had like an I know 1-900 voice. Tater tots were always the best in the cafeteria. I did enjoy the tater tots in the cafeteria. Chicken fried steak day was all of our favorite day, though. We, we love chicken fried steak day. Campisi's. Also known as the Egyptian, but it's Campisi's. A very, very um, historied uh, Italian family here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Rumor is, rumor is that Jack Ruby, the man who shot Lee Harvey Oswald, spent most of the night before he went down to Lou Starrett Jail, uh, he spent most of the night at Campisi's. Just saying. It was a very... uh, it was a very organized restaurant, if you will, at that time. I confirm Campisi's amazing pizza. There's one in Love Field Food Court. Yes, there is. There is. Oh, yeah. Campisi's is the truth. Mm-mm-mm. And that sausage pizza, holy shit. And now they have it where, see, they have it where, like, like you can bring it home. Like, they'll have a few of them in the grocery store, and you got to get them early. Otherwise, they sell out. Fucking so good. Uh, who puts mustard on chicken fried steak? That would be Braddy Kid who puts mustard on chicken fried steak. Not me. Not me. I, I, I'm a gravy person. Uh-huh. Ogre, uh, they only have a quarter menu, but they do have the pizza. They do have the pizza. Um, all right, so I told you about the survivors of the kidnapping. All right, they're back in America. Good. By the way, uh, with this... Uh, Good old Lindsey Graham. I, I'm still not sold on Lindsey Graham. Uh, but he came out, the Republican from South Carolina yesterday, and said he was prepared to introduce legislation to set the stage for U.S. military force in Mexico. 
Hmm. Graham said, I would put Mexico on notice. If you continue to give safe haven to drug dealers, then you are an enemy of the United States. Wow, I had to get that whistle out. That whistle was blocked there. Man, oh, man. He goes on to say, I would tell the Mexican government, if you don't clean up your act, we're going to clean it up for you. Mm-mm-mm. Ketchup goes on chicken fried steak. Oh, God, no. Right, it's good enough for me. And a uh, Dunkin' Donuts across the way. Love Field, greatest airport on earth. Uh, you got to try it first. I like. Uh, I might like it. Okay, there you go. You might like it. I don't know anybody else that eats it that way, but hey. I want to see us invade Mexico. I'm from Japan, and I know you don't put mustard on chicken fried steak. Oh, my God, Brady, I have respect for you, but damn, girl, what the fuck? You'll like it. I didn't eat nasty things. Uh, I, Christopher, I don't think it's going to happen. I think this is just, this is Lindsey Graham flexing his muscles. He's from South Carolina. From what I understand, these people that were in the car were driving a car from North Carolina. I don't know if they're constituents. I know they're two different states, but I don't know if they rented a car here and did that, whatever. Um, we're not going to do a thing in Mexico. Okay? Well, we're not going to do anything at all to Mexico. We, we have to have Mexico. Look, look, look they, 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 there are border... We're not going to invade Mexico because... I'm going to tell you the truth. The only thing Mexico has that we would want are their drugs. That's it. Are we going to take over the agave fields? Is America going to be the number one producer of tequila? And and, and I'm not trying to put Mexico down by any neck of the, the wood. I mean, I'll put them down no matter what, but I'm not trying. Is it worth Invading Mexico? I mean, look, look, like it or not, the drug war, quote unquote, which we lost a long, long time ago, the drug war does pay a lot of bills in this country. A lot of Border Patrol agents, why? War on drugs. Lots more cops. Why? War on drugs. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing whatsoever, but you know how I talk about how things become industries. This was an industry a long time ago, and there are a lot of people that are employed because of it. The most this administration could do is funnel even more guns to Mexico, just like Joe's old boss did, yeah? Yes, Desert Runner, I still don't like ham. I took a dump at work. There she is. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Pay me. Alicia says, happy rainy morning, ass family. Desert Runner says, Mexico's great. We just got to cut out the major cancer there. But 
you cut out the major cancer, and, and once again, I ask the question, what are we doing? Are we, are we taking over the resorts? So we're going to run the resorts and all the agave farms. Okay. Hey, if, if that's your trade-off, I just don't look. I think we should get tough at the border. I, I don't want to go invade Mexico. Let Mexico kill themselves. Hey, hey, it's their own country. Let them figure it out. It ain't our job to figure it out. It's our job to protect the border. How about we protect the border? And if they can fuck around, they can find out with our border. How about that? Hmm? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I've been waiting to get to this one. Oh, this is so delicious. This is this moron, Dylan Mulvaney, I believe, is uh, their old name. Is that the dead name? This is that new transgender person that thinks that she's so hot and so lovely and doesn't look like a man anymore, but kind of does. Here you go. Let, let, let's play this moron. We are. Girlhood has had its ups and its downs. And here's what I've learned so far. Six, seven, eight. Women are awesome, but can also be cruel. I'm doing my best, and boys, they kind of drool. My hormones are wild, and my boobs kind of sore. It's only day 200. We have so much more to experience together. We're just getting started. Thank you for being my friend. You're open-hearted. I don't feel so alone. No more shame and carefree. Being a girl is awesome. Would you agree? Woohoo! Woohoo! That's the worst dancing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um. Um. Um, uh, this is the, uh, trans person on TikTok who thinks she's so hot now. Um, I, I, I don't understand it. I, look, look, people like this want to be made fun of. See, I, I have to think that way. Otherwise, you wouldn't release something like that to, you can't touch this, but you couldn't even rap to it. I mean, holy shit, that was bad. God, please make it stop. What the hell am I listening to? What the fuck is that? Bahad Bahabi is better. I'm about to bend my family and myself after that. You're not a girl, dude. My ears hurt. I thought this was ass, not the other one. Need my wife to sit on my face after that. Oh, Caden said you are speechless. Uh, that was horrible. That was horrible. I, I, I mean, I mean, come on. We got to go one more time. One more time. Let's go. Come on. Love we are. Girlhood has had its ups and its downs. What? And here's what, what I've learned so far. Six, seven, eight. Women are. Six, seven, eight. Really, you're going to count it down? Oh, God. 
Continuing. But can also be cruel. I'm doing my best, and boys, they kind of drool. My hormones are wild, and my boobs kind of sore. It's only day 200. We have so much more to experience together. We're just getting started. Wow. 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 I, I, I don't even know what to say. That will scar me forever. And if you watch the video, you two will be scarred forever. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Uh, B. Coop says, if Adele... Oh, there we go. Good. Went trans. She would change her name to Adele. <laughs> hello. Yes, hello, honey. It's nice to hear it's you. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet No, no, don't need to meet you there. Um, also, fuck yourself with your sore titties. <laughs> your titties aren't even sore. You don't have titties. You have pecs. Jesus. But that just sets the stage perfectly for this next story. Oh, when I saw this this morning, I said, yes, immediately I will play this fucking idiot. And oh, good, hopefully. Oh, there it is. Oh, is it? Oh, wait. There's no video? They just have still pictures of this fucking, this dipshit? Uh is this more of it here? Let's see something here. And Reliant Air. Let's see. Hold on a second here. Let's see if this plays. If it doesn't play, then I don't know what to tell you. We take a gimmick-free approach to AC installation. Thank you, Jeff Free Stewart, President. Fast install. All right. Jada. <laughs> okay, so th this is just... It's a G.I. Jane jump. Um, all right, so they're, they're, they're not... Um, Saying what this fella said. Okay. All right. <sighs> Candace McDuffie, a senior writer at The Root, penned an essay saying Chris Rock deserved to be slapped by Will Smith. She, and I use that term loosely, she told Don Lamont, that he deserved to be held accountable for his jokes about black women. Now, this all comes after Chris Rock's newest special on Netflix dropped over the weekend where he talked about this. Mainly because those jokes will incite violence against women. Now, this is the last lie I would like to talk about on the show. I mean, I have plenty of other stories. I, I still got a couple more stories to get to in this segment, list from all of that. But this is the last lie here. I'm done with this bullshit. I'm done hearing this argument. I'm done with the social, uh, this is a social construct. That, to me, the social construct are the two stupidest words in our English language that are put together. But this is more stupid to say that <clears throat> a joke will incite violence against women and trans women, or whatever, or just women in general, that a joke will do this. I'm tired of it. 
We heard a few months ago that, and I played the sound earlier this week. We had to talk about it again. The 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 Aretha Franklin song, "Feel Like a Natural Woman." Yes, we have to stop that because that incites violence against women, or trans women. By the way, no, 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 it doesn't. It it, it just doesn't. I don't know why you don't want like those songs, like a natural woman. I don't know what that means to you. Are, are you mad because you can never feel what it's like to be a natural woman? Is that why you're upset? Please say that's why you're upset, rather than this lie that you get behind that you try and pull at heartstrings on by saying this will incite violence against women. I grew up during the Andrew Dice Clay phase uh, 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 er, era, growing up. Hickory dickory dock, this chick was sucking my cock. The clock struck two, I dropped my goo, and I dumped the bitch at the next block. Jack and Jill went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Ho! Little boy blue. He needed the money. Not one of those jokes ever made me haul off and hit a woman. Not ever. Not in the history of my life did I ever hit a woman because I heard those jokes. I have never hit a woman because I heard Aretha Franklin's natural woman. First of all, I've never hit a woman. Why? Because I was raised the right way. And no amount of jokes or R&B songs are ever going to get that out of me. I apologize that I was raised by a mom and dad who taught me what to do. When walking on the street, the gentleman always stands closest to the street. The gentleman helps you with your door. If you need help with your coat, the gentleman helps you with your coat. He pulls out your chair for you. He does all these things. And it's not because you can't. It's because it's what's ingrained in him. Now, if you got a little fucking, you know, a little Sasquatch of a kid that doesn't listen because, well, you didn't raise them the right way and they go around hitting everybody and they don't understand the hands-off girls, well, that's your problem. It's not Aretha Franklin's fucking problem. It's not Andrew Dice Clay's problem. It's you and your shit kid's problem. Uh, They're probably like Shania Twain's, I feel like a woman. Oh, that'll be next. Dice, is your wife good in bed? Let me ask you another question. How'd she get that way? Oh, good morning, my brother-ass family. It's my Friday. No, you still sucks. Good morning to you, my friend. Uh, You hit scab, and that's like hitting a trans woman. Uh, but if you hit a trans, you wouldn't be hitting a woman. No, because, and, and here's the thing. I'm not going to hit a trans either. I would take issue only if the joke was knock, knock, go beat up fags and colors. 
right? I mean, honestly, the the amount and 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 people fall for that shit. Well, they you know that Aretha Franklin song. It's causing violence towards those trans people. No, it's not. Please show me an uproar. Was there an incident somewhere that, a, that at a drag show that song started playing and cis women just decided to start kicking the shit out of the trans women? Please. Stop lying. You don't lie. And, and, and by the way, by the way, there's goddamn... Watch this. I, I'm, I'm going to show you how to do something here. Now, 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 hold on a second. I know I'm all fancy with, with a computer here and everything. Let me go to the Aretha Franklin song. Now, there's a couple things you can do. So I'm going to hit play, all right? Okay, this one right here. Now, if I start to hear this, and I go, God almighty, this is making me feel like not a woman. I can go like this. I can stop it, or, or I, I, I as it's playing, I can go. Oh, I don't like this song. The sun of left us oh, I don't like that song either. Oh, I like that song. I'll leave it on that song because I don't want to assault anybody. The alley from the Alamo. Oh, don't do that. Oh my God! You use the term "cis woman." I, is is that not right? I I, I don't know. They, I I used it just to play along in the reindeer games. The ones I like to you really use are the real women, like you know the ones that are born with all the baby making parts and those double X chromosomes. You know when you're born with that, you know a real woman. Play Steel Panther. You can always stop the song. You can always position it to another song. This is what I never understood about people that didn't like the radio show that I was on. And, and, and they would gladly tell me how much they hated me, and I, I enjoyed it because that meant they were listening. But there is one simple thing you can do, and that's change the station. It's this wonderful invention that was given to us by the maker Whoever maker you want to say it is, if it's Mother Nature, if it's God, if it's whatever, right? It's this thing called free will that allows us to make choices for ourselves. Isn't that neat and groovy? But see, people don't want to fall back on that. People don't want to own up to that. You know why? Because that's a personal responsibility. That means you have to change the channel. And God damn, that's just too hard of work. Why is there somebody at the door? Hold on a second. Let me go take care of this. Hey, shut up. Get back. Get back. Shut up. I don't know why the fucking bug guy's got to ring the damn doorbell. I know he's here. Got 48 damn dogs, and they're all hollering. 
Uh, it's not personal responsibility. It's controlling what others listen to. Oh, it's so maddening. Uh, uh, the Chris Rock jokes will, will cause violence to women. I, I can't see that happening in, like, in a domestic violence dispute. Hitting a guy, hitting his woman. I'm doing this because Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett. What? I uh, hope that's because there was nothing else to listen to in Sacramento in the morning. I used to listen to this radio show that went all woke and suck, so I changed the station. Now I'm ha- very happy in the morning. Well, I'm very happy that you're happy. Exactly, just like internet porn. Don't like teen girl videos? Then click on the MILFs only. <laughs> it's snowing at my place. Pretty, oh, God damn, it's raining here. Porn here. All right, enough about the lies. Enough about all that kind of shit. Uh, what else we got? Um, by the way, uh, remember that story last week that came out and said Joe Biden was the one that was in charge of sabotaging the uh, the Nord Stream pipeline? Well, it turns out that Putin opponents could be behind the off-the-books attack after the White House slapped down suggestions that America was involved. Well, of course America is going to slap, or the White House is going to say, no, we weren't involved because that would be what we call an act of war. I don't care why it happened. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pissed that we didn't do it. I'll be honest with you. I wish we would have. That way we could just fucking put our foot down, end all this shit, and then fucking come back to real life. But I know it wouldn't be that easy. But yes, Americans did not do that. Now, our last story of this break. I don't know how this is going to affect a lot of people, but I know it will affect a lot of people. After his uh, whirlwind tour, Oh, crap. I hate the damn Washington Post because now i got to subscribe. Hold on. Mm. Uh, There we go. California will cease all business with Walgreens. Governor Gavin Newsom said on Monday after the company announced it would not dispense the abortion medication. California won't be doing business with Walgreens or any company that cowers to the extremists and puts women's lives at risk. We're done. Now, I don't know what this means. Does this mean that Walgreens are being kicked out of California or that the state will no longer send prescriptions to Walgreens? I'm very confused at this. Um The clash between Newsom and Walgreens, massive chain with thousands of stores around the country, marks the latest round of fallout from the Supreme Court, blah, blah, blah. Um, The state is currently reviewing all relationships between Walgreens and the state. He also accused the company of giving to right-wing bullies. Last week, Democratic California State Governor uh, issued statements slamming Walgreens for bowling, bowing to political pressure from GOP officials. Um, you, you know how I don't like to ask the question, what's next? Now I'm going to ask it here. I saw a picture of Alec Baldwin in a wetsuit and holding dynamite, suspect number one. <laughs> um, how extreme do we take this with businesses? 
Because as a business, you're allowed to donate money and you're allowed to make decisions based on the way your company is built, if you will, what kind of... And, and if you don't want to support a company that has religious backers and things like that, hey, more power to you. Great. Thumbs up to you. But how long until states like California say, no, uh, Walgreens, you have to close all your stores? Because we disagree with what you're, you're doing here. Do they go after Chick-fil-A next? Chick-fil-A, a well-known donator to right-wing groups, especially anti-gay marriage groups. Do we get rid of all the Chick-fil-A's in California then? And by the way, by the way, it's okay when you guys do it, when you guys boycott a place like Chick-fil-A because of their... When I boycott a place because, well, they don't use sweet relish anymore, I'm the extremist. Really. When I boycott a place because they don't bring my favorite sandwich back in enough time, I'm the crazy one. But because Chick-fil-A donates money to anti-gay causes, you're okay with that. You're like, oh, well, we can't go there. Does that mean Walgreens doesn't have to pay California state taxes then? I, I, you know what? I think, I think what the state is going to do is, is going to be unprecedented and stupid all in the same time, and it doesn't surprise me it's happening under Gavin Newsom's watch. I bet that they try to make them close all their stores. I, I, I'm just telling you. Oh, please don't ring the doorbell again. Okay, he's just spraying down. Bubba! Hey! I will stab you in the forehead. Bubba, get in here. Now! Hey! Sit down. I mean, so they closed down all the Walgreens. And then somebody, you know, they get some of their woke people there. They go, hey, let's go after Hobby Lobby next. Well, they support anti-gay stuff. Let's close them down, too. You know what we do after that? We go after churches. Am I crazy? The answer with these woke tards, Arnie, is all the way. Historically speaking, every time the uh, see the evidence that their policies don't work, they double down every time. Damn it, now I want KFC. Yeah, look, they're going to double down, and they're going to fuck up, and it's going to come back and bite them in the ass. And if I'm, if I'm the people at Walgreens, I'd be like, fuck you. I'm not coming back to California. And you know who's going to love that? CVS. Because then CVS is going to be able to charge whatever the fuck they want because they don't have a competition anymore. So get ready. Those trips to the drugstore have gotten a lot more expensive. Um, I don't see where Newsom has the authority to exile Walgreens from California. They don't care about that. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. We've had people now that that have extended their authority like you don't know. Oh, we're going to shut all this shit down. I I mean, we shut down the country over a cold. You don't think you could find a way? (laughs) 
<laughs> Future breaking news, Gavin Newsom is invested in CVS and Rite Aid. But CVS is the shit. They sell green polo. Oh, I walked into a CVS last week, and they had the, the, the fancy colognes behind the counter. Motherfuckers had green polo in there. I was like, please get rid of that. Do not sell that to anyone. Green polo is fuck. That, that's mustard gas. That's all. That, that's straight mustard gas. Give me Drakkar Noir any other day of the week. But man, oh man, keep that old school polo the hell away from me. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Still got a little bit of time to write me before we do Lister Mail, which is next. Well, it's a bloody merry morning, baby. Left me without warning sometime in the night. So I'm flying down to Houston with forgetting her the nature of my flight. As we taxi tore the runway with a smog and haze reminding me of how I feel. Just a country boy who's learning that the pitfalls of the city are extremely real. All the nightlife and the parties, temptation and deceit, the order of the day. Well, it's a bloody merry morning cause I'm leaving baby somewhere in L.A. Well, it's a bloody merry morning, baby Left me without warning sometime in the night So I'm flying down to Houston With forgetting her the nature of my flight Some have said, down through history, if you last, it's a mystery, 
But I guess they don't know what they're talking about From the mountains down to the sea You've become such a habit with me America, America Well, I come from down round Tennessee But the people in California are nice to me America It don't matter where I may roam Tell you people that it's home sweet home America, America And my brothers are all black and white Yellow too And the red man is right to expect thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride on a freight train leaving town not knowing where I'm bound and no one can change my mind but mama tried Woo! one and only rebel child from a family meek and mild 
My mama seemed to know what lay in store Despite all my Sunday learning Towards the bad I kept on turning Till mama couldn't hold me anymore Woo! I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole No one could steer me right But mama tried, mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame Cause mama tried Dear old daddy, rest his soul Left my mom a heavy load She tried so very hard to fill his shoes Working hours without rest Wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right, but I refused And I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole No one could steer me right, but mama tried Mama tried, mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame Cause mama tried Christopher, you better not give me any of that putrid shit. God almighty, the green bottle of polo. <laughs> that shit is nightmare fuel. You want to know what a date rape smells like? Get a bottle of that. What do you smell like? Green polo. I'll be implicated in every date rape from here to t- Timbuktu. Good Lord. Welcome back to the show here on a beautiful hump day. Uh, it is raining here in the Metroplex, so uh, lovely about that. Uh, thanks to the fucking bug guy for knocking on the fucking door another couple times. Yeah, that was lovely. There's nothing like having a fucking 200-pound dog going crazy behind your ear and then do nothing about it except run the other way. Then when you tell him to shut up, he gets an attitude with you. Fucking bug guy. But, hey, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because today is Wednesday, and you know what that means. Wednesday means Lister Mail, and Lister Mail means it's brought to you by our dear friends, at JS Flooring, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest. Oh, let me tell you this. The rest. What they like to do is they'll come to your house and they'll give you an estimate. And then they go, hey, you're our umpteenth customer. You've won an all-expense paid trip to Mexico. And what happens there is that you get kidnapped and you get a tummy tuck surgery, even if you don't want one. They give you a tummy tuck surgery and they film it. They film it for all these weird princes of Shittistan who like to masturbate to that. You know who doesn't offer tummy tuck surgeries because he does floors? Is my friend Jesse at JS Floors. They don't want to see you go through any cosmetic surgery you don't need. They just want to fix your floors. For the love of God, give them a call at 775-267-4123 and save yourself a tummy tuck. Now, 
first uh, couple letters are advice letters, so you know what that means, don't you? That means we got to sing. And we're, we're doing some classics. Uh, I haven't done this one in a while, but here you go. I am somebody that you don't know, but you're asking me things that I know, and I'm like, damn, it's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street, it's all right. Ask me online, it's out of sight, and I'm like, hey, you're okay. Because I don't like no coffee, I don't like no tea, just give me Dr. Pepper, that's all that I need. Uh oh! And sticks and stones are what breaks bones and uh oh! You need to ask Arnie and do it now. Or he just fucked a cow. Oh my god. That's so yuck. There you go. That that that's song one. Song two. Always a classic. Never gets old. It's one of my greatest hits. <clears throat> oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, they say they need your help today. You're gonna have to write him. Marriage finance, he knows just what to say. But you just gotta write him. And you should do it right now. Just ask Arnie or he'll fuck a cow. Yes, he will. My heaviness is killing me. I must confess, I still love cheese. You love cheese. When you don't write me, I fuck a cow. So write me now, or I'll go and fuck that cow. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. There you go. There you go. There you go. Solid gold. Solid. Ain't no, nothing plated there. Ain't no covering. That's solid gold. Uh, I like the show me your boobies version. Uh, all right. Nice voice crack. So that, that, that's my range. See, a lot of people don't have those cracks in there. Yeah, that, 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 that's what sets me apart. Uh, by the way, I'd like to see Brittany or... Taylor, sing that with a dip in their mouth. Yeah, that just happened. Yeah. Uh, all right, this first one here. Uh, let's do our thing here. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Dane. I had a boss with that name. I hated him. He was a midget. But, uh, Dane, I, I'm not going to, that's not you. Uh, it says, Arnie. 
I was hoping you could give me some advice. You see, I work in computer programming, and right now I really hate my job because my boss is a total dick. The only reason he has his job is because he has been here forever, and he really doesn't get what we're doing here. It's my only form of income, and I so want to quit to make myself happy. I don't care what job I do next, even though I do love programming, but I can't take this guy anymore. Do you have any advice for my dumb 24-year-old self? Well, yes, I do. Uh, my advice to you, Dane, is do not quit yet. I tell any, anybody and everybody this. Never, ever quit your, your job that you have unless you have a job waiting for you. Now, now, Dane, it sounds like you're very unhappy. I, I don't know what the world of computer programming is like. I've never been in that world. So I can't tell you what the, the job status is that. Douglas says, uh, kid six, so working from home. Well, good morning to you, my friend. His job better than a dead hooker. Very, very good. Uh, Alicia says, keep your job until you get it. Yeah. Always, always keep your job until you've got another job lined up. Or you can sustain yourself for at least six months. Uh, right now, I, I guess jobs are easy to get yeah, if you're qualified. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the job market's like. And I really don't know in computer programming. But, I mean, if you're happy flipping burgers, you ain't going to make as much unless you work in California where they're paying them like $8 billion an hour to flip burgers. But I would say before you quit, have another job lined up. And, and by the way, I understand having a dick boss. I've had plenty of dick bosses. My entire life, I've had dick bosses. Turns out that one of my best bosses ever, it turned out to be a complete dick. You, you can handle it. You can, look, look, as long as they're not, you know, putting their, you know, their fingers in your butt or anything like that, then just stick it out until you find something new. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that, but hey, don't, don't, be, don't be a drain on the system. You got a job. Be happy you got a job. Find another job. See, and, and here's the other thing. Nobody is more attractive to hire than somebody who's currently working. So if you currently have a job and you apply at another place, that place says, ooh, look at this guy. This guy, he's a go-getter. He's already got a job, and he's looking to better himself. He's looking to improve himself. So do that. Uh. Finger in your butt could be a good thing. Maybe. You never know. You never know. It could be a bad thing. Maybe Dane doesn't like fingers in the butt. I don't know Dane. He's 24. He's probably never – I don't know if they played that game. Apply to the rival company. There you go. No, that's a great idea, Swoosh. Uh, but, yes, Dane, keep your job until you have another one secure. All right, buddy? All right, good. Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. I, I realized what I did there. I, I, I spoke in, in 24-year-old. and I, I'm rooting that this is a good 24-year-old, but it probably went in, went in one ear and out the other, and he's probably quitting right now. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Glenn. It says, Dear Arnie, I keep hearing you talk about how great of a cook you are, and I was just wondering about one of your recipes. Oh, I, look, man, my eggs have been taken to new levels that, that you would not believe. Uh, over the weekend, I poached eggs the old-fashioned way. Didn't do the microwave. Did the old-fashioned boil way. 
Dude, they were something you, you would find that at the French Laundry. That, that, that's how good my poached eggs were. They, they, they were award quality. Over easy eggs, fucking knocked those out of the park. This morning, it's a simple morning today. I have these uh, little frozen biscuits and gravy thing. The, the gravy's inside the biscuit. There ain't a lot in there. Oh, I got to tell you about the, the – I made – I have a new recipe. I got to get to this guy's letter, though. But today I just did regular sunny-side-up eggs, fried eggs, over the, the biscuits. Biscuits sop up the yolk. It's fantastic. Over the weekend, over the weekend, I made what was called the kitchen sink. Now, kitchen sink, my favorite breakfast ever my dad used to make, uh, there were poached eggs. And he put them on top of the um, the uh, the the uh, scrambles, the little Pillsbury toaster scrambles. Put it on there; it was fantastic. One of my favorite breakfasts of all time. So I, I I've messed around with that recipe. I put poached eggs or eggs on toast. Let that eat. Not egg on toast. That's a whole other one. I put it on uh, hash browns. Put it on the biscuits. So, so this weekend we did we 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 did the biscuits, and like I said, they don't have a lot of gravy in them. So what I did was I bought one of those uh, Stouffer's. Uh, it, it's like a pot pie, but it's like biscuits and gravy. And the outside, it, the the crust doesn't really taste like biscuits, but there's a lot of gravy inside. So I made that and I dumped all the gravy in there on those biscuits. Had two poached eggs, a hash brown in there, and then I had toast. And had jelly so I could wipe up the sides with that. Oh, the kitchen sink, fantastic. That's my latest Michelin star. Mm-hmm. Jen says, I've never understood the mindset of I hate my job, so I'll quit, then look for a new one. Never. I've always needed to be employed, so I've always had to, to the hate this job. I guess I'll keep looking philosophy. <laughs> always had to be responsible. Yeah, well, you get it. You understand it. That, that's the way the world works. Sounds keto friendly, not no, not no. I don't do anything keto or any of that. But yeah, that was fantastic. So um, he's asking me though. I grew up eating fried bologna that my mom would make, and I never learned how to do it. How long do you fry your bologna for? Um, that's from Glenn. Now I saw this email yesterday, which made me. On a fried bologna sandwich, and I had a fried bologna sandwich last night. Um, oh, by the way, tried creme fraiche on my baked potato. Creme fraiche is good, just like sour cream, just fancier sour cream. That's all it is. Um, no, Braddy Kid doesn't eat that what she calls shit, that gourmet fucking experience that happens here at the house every morning. Oh, I, I'd love to see anybody try to get a fluffier omelet than me. Fried bologna, there's no time. You just have to watch it. Like I cook it on high. I cook it in old cast iron skillet. I cook it until the sides are kind of burnt. Middle part gets cooked. I, 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 I cut little uh, north, south, east, and west degrees in there. That way it doesn't bobble up. I, maybe like five minutes aside. Put cheese on there. Yesterday, I just had it on regular white bread. Just had a plain one yesterday. I mean, I can spruce that thing up. I can make that like a, a, a grilled cheese fried bologna sandwich with an egg in it. I mean, that, that, that's, how, that's how deep my recipes go. And they are all good. 
I got to say, though, the cook in the house has got to be Braddy Kit. The other day, we, we like this place here in town <coughs> called Primo's. They got really good Mexican food. And then they got really good Tex-Mex shit. And I love these tostada nachos, which are big old nachos. And they got, they got refried beans on there and cheese and, like, jalapenos. And, and you can dip it in sour cream and guacamole. She made them the other day. They were better than the damn restaurant. They, they were way better than restaurant. I was like, holy shit, these are amazing. Had those the other day. Those were real good. But Braddy Kid, she's a cooking house. Spaghetti, phenomenal. Enchiladas, out of this world. I think we're neck and neck when it comes to meatloaf. Uh, Jen, me either. I mean, I, if, if it was so bad or I knew there was better opportunity elsewhere, I'd make sure I'd have that job in the bag before leaving my current one. Even with a new job, it's going to have parts that suck. Oh, absolutely. Recipe for fried bologna. Grease pan, get bologna, put in pan, dump in trash, eat something good. Pepperidge Farm makes cinnamon swirl bread, make bomb French toast. Okay. I'm not a big French toast guy. Wait, there are Mexicans in Texas? A couple. Yeah, Braddy Kid, she made a, she she sauteed up some uh, some bell peppers the other day. Those were good. I didn't know bell peppers were vegetables. I thought vegetables were like potatoes and peas. Maybe some carrots. But yeah, that shit was good. All right, next one here. There you go. You get the fried bologna? All right. Perfect. And fried bologna is delicious, by the way. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, seeing all the news that you do, I'm even more impressed that you remain clean and sober. <laughs> and after hearing the news, I always need a drink or two to try and understand how dumb people are. When will people figure out that when you say, insert color here only, is the easiest definition of racism that we have in our society? That's from Heather. Oh, bell peppers are a fruit? Well, looky there. Holy crap. So I was eating fruit. Fruit and nachos. All right. Well, I've already stumbled upon the greatest concoction of all time. Peanut butter and pineapple. Ooh, is that good? That will wake the dead. That's how, that's how good it is. A dead person bit into it, and they, they came back to life. Peanut butter and pineapple. And chunky. Oh, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Bell peppers are a fruit. They have seeds. Don't, don't vegetables have seeds, too? I remember one time as a kid, this is how dumb of a kid I was. I tried to plant a toast tree. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I dug a hole in the backyard, and I took some toast in the backyard and scraped it off in there and then packed the dirt and watered it. My father let me do that entire thing, and he goes, you can't grow toast, stupid. But getting back to Heather's letter here, um, I agree with you, Heather, wholeheartedly, that when you say insert color here only, whether it's a black dorm, a, 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 a black student union center, a black prom, all that stuff, yes, you're discriminating against other people. 
You might not mean to be. You might be holding your race up as to say, look at us, we matter. And I have no problem with that. But what I have a problem with is when it's done the other way. Let's play the stupid game, shall we? Let's have a white-only prom. Oh, you mean take it back to the 50s? Yeah, let's take it back to the 50s, stupid. Under the same guise as they do the black prom or black graduation. Under the same, we just want to uh, show awareness of our race. You couldn't do that. There is no way in hell you could have a white prom. Hell, I think in school they started to refer to it as liquid paper. They just started calling it the company name because nobody wanted to say white out. I say it all the time. I mean it. Every time I say it, this is the dumbest time in American history. And wait, don't, don't worry. Tomorrow we'll get more dumb. We'll get stupider tomorrow. I promise. I promise I will find a story today that makes us even. Uh, maybe I've already got one. Let, let's see what do I have planned for Joe tomorrow. Yeah, I already have one. I, I, I have one for tomorrow. Unbelievable. Two of them, actually. Oh, Christopher, if I got, I've got something so special for you on Friday to start our uh, Oscar conversation with. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> oh, Band Billy Idol's White Wedding. Oh, I'm surprised that song is even around anymore. It's a nice day for a wedding. I mean, come on. I mean, since we're going to go ahead and, and live by lies that are spread, I would imagine that somehow the, 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 the bride wearing white has ties to racism, just like the master bedroom has ties to slavery. Oh, wait, it doesn't. First time it was ever mentioned was in the 1923 Sears catalog. Look it up. Idiots. But who, who wrote that? Was that Heather that wrote that? Heather, there's. We're not going to fix it. I, I mean, I, I sound dismissive because it. I haven't seen anything that starts to push us in the right direction of becoming smart again. I see shows like this one. I see shows like, there are plenty of shows like this one. Not, not as entertaining as me, of course. Well, pff, scratch that. But they're on the same lines of telling you the truth and telling you what's actually out there. And not afraid to cross over, whether it be a, an idea from this company or, or, or this side or that side. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to call out my own side on stupidity. If a school were to put together a white-only prom, I would call that out in a second. I would not say, good, it's about time. I would not say, no, this is more the stupidity. This is more of us playing into that game. 
that God bless Morgan Freeman and, and Idris Elba now is the two people that get it better than anybody else. Stop calling them black actors. You know why? They're actors. The only time you need to ever mention somebody's color of skin probably is if you're giving a description to police. You can't say a six-foot-four guy walked by you. You have to say white, black, Hispanic. You have to do it then. But if you're describing Joe the plumber, you don't need to describe him as Joe the Mexican plumber. But I know, I know, I know. That's using logic. That's using smarts. But we don't do that here in America. So, there you go. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I'm sure you're excited with all the new TV coming out like Ted Lasso and hopefully someday Yellowstone again. No shit. Just wondering on your thoughts of a show you recommended a couple years ago on uh, Netflix, the show You and its new season. I'm waiting until later this week when it's all released before I watch it. That is from Brenda. Uh, Ted Lasso starts next week. Very excited about that. No idea when Yellowstone's coming back. There's a lot of great documentaries coming up on serial killers. I know, um, hold on a second here. Let's see if I can find this. Um, You're out, sent me this. Let's see. Uh, Oh, there's a documentary, the Pornhub story called Money Shot. That's, uh, That's on Netflix starting next week. There's a, something on the ID channel, limited series, Jared from Subway. Let's see. Um, Ted Lasso. Butchers of the Bayou. That looks really, really good. Coming in March 16th. Boston Strangler movie on Hulu. Right now, Hulu's got History of the World Part 2 from Mel Brooks playing. Lucky Hank, which they've described as the office, but smart people with Bob Odenkirk. Which I'm very, very excited about because I like him. So we got a lot of stuff coming out. Um, as far as um, the show You on Netflix. I remember the first couple seasons. It, it was tough to get into it, but once you got into it, you really got it. And I don't like what, what Netflix is doing, Lee, releasing half of it and then waiting. Because with that show You, it takes like four or five episodes to really kind of get you up to speed and really into it. And then they take a break. And I got to say, this, this, this year has been kind of, eh. I, I, I think maybe, it, eh. I mean, I'm still, I'm ready for the boys to come out. I can't wait till the boys comes back out. Second season of Carnival Row is out on Prime. I don't know that one. Um, but, yeah, the, you is, eh. I mean, we're going to watch the rest of them. Of course we're going to watch the rest of them because we've got to end the series. But watching the first few, it's just kind of like, eh. I did get into watching The Godfather of Harlem. That was pretty good, too. So there you go, Brenda. Uh, I just sent a letter right now. Okay, hold on a second. Let me go over here. Let me go grab it. We'll read it immediately. How's that? Immediately. There we go. See, I just got the thing. All right. 
Um, let's see. We got to go to this. We got to go. Uh... It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. It's not Bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? All right. This is from Desert Run. This is Arnie. I've been meaning to ask you this for a long time. Do you miss Reno? I ask because I'm a former Reno resident, miss it, and want to move back. Your take. Um, do I miss Reno? I miss the people of Reno. I, I mean, to be honest with you, and I miss the people of Northern California, too. I really do because I, I met salt of the earth people in, in both places. I remember when I moved to, uh, by the way, great letter. Thank you, Desert Man, or Desert uh, Runner. Um, I met amazing people in Reno. It was the first time that I ever met people from another state that were as proud to be from their state as Texans are from being from Texas. And I like that. I immediately bonded. And I have lifelong friends that, that are there. My man, the, uh, the, the warbird, I, I consider him a brother. Uh, lots of great people there. And then I moved to Sacramento, and I met so many awesome people in Sacramento. So you guys are still here uh, that are still listening today. Great people that I met in Sacramento. Uh, my tattoo artist, Whitey, and his brother, Dave, the piercer, love those guys like they're my family. Um, I don't miss I don't miss the, the weather. I got to be honest with you. I, I hate snow. I, I hate it. Um, I don't miss that at all. I don't miss worrying about having to travel, you know, worry if I'm going to get stuck in a snowstorm. So I, I, don't, I don't miss any part of that. I would say that I missed Reno, but Reno is, has become so, and I, I'm just being honest with you, I feel bad for, for the good people of Reno that they've, uh, the people that are in charge of Reno have let it get run down so much. Downtown Reno used to be exciting. It used to be, there, there was something going, now it's kind of hoodie. I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I love the people of Northern Nevada. Uh, and in Northern California, the people are great there as well. Sacramento, everywhere, everywhere, you know, north of Stockton. We're all good. Snowing in Placerville, and I'm sure down to Shingle Springs, too. Snowing in Reno, okay. I love NorCal. Haven't moved yet because I love the state and feel it's worth fighting for. Norbert says, that's why I'm moving. I don't blame you. I mean, it, it's sad to see what you drive through downtown Reno, and I tell people this: look, you got to stay, uh, you stay west of Center Street and east of Sierra, you're fine. I mean, that's that, that's literally a, a a two block radius. That's it. You go out anywhere else, but you might get raped by a bum. And it's sad. Like I said, it's it's very very sad. Um, but yeah, I, I miss the people more than I miss anything else. So there you go. Good answer, Arnie. That was a very pol- politician answer. I got I to give myself a pat on the back for that. But I, I got to say, I do love being home. Being home, there's nothing better than being home. Uh, all right, here we go. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, let's see. Arnie. First of all, I love the show, and I'm so happy I found you about a year ago. And yes, I know I still have a lot of shows to catch up on. Yep. It's no longer Center Street. It's now University Way. Well, that's gay. 
That's terrible. Uh, hell yeah, fight the good fight. One day Gavin will be gone, and perhaps we will have a better governor. I hope so. All right, so uh, one thing that you've said a few times is about how bad things are in Mexico. You brought it up the other day. Well, my wife and I go every year to Cabo for our anniversary, and nothing bad has happened to us except maybe a bug or two in the hotel room. Just wondering, when was the last time you were in Mexico? That's from Steve. Last time I was in Mexico was the spring of 1990. So, yeah, it's been over 30 years. And I can tell you that I don't need to go there to tell that Mexico has not improved and not become a technology hub of the 21st century. That's for sure. Look, I'm happy that people still go to to Mexico, to Cancun, to Cabo, to all those places. I... It wouldn't be me. It just I look because it's not worth it to me. It, traveling to to that area is not worth it. it. It's worth it to you, Steve, and I think that's great. I mean, we just did a story yesterday and today about four people that were traveling down to get a tummy tuck in Mexico, and they were gunned down in the middle of the street. Now, yes, that could happen in America too. I understand, but drug cartels don't run America. Drug cartels run Mexico. I will tell you this. And it, it's always stuck with me in my head. Arnie, thank you for answering my email. You are very welcome. Um, it always stuck in my head when my dad told me this when the, the year before. In 1989, I went down to uh, Padre in Mexico for spring break. That was my first time to go. And that was the year a kid from the University of Texas went to go buy some marijuana. And he went off the main streets in Matamores. And he was kidnapped by, they didn't have cartels then. They just had groups of drug runners. It wasn't as organized as it is now. Um, but they had these drug runners, and these were satanic drug runners. This is a real story, a hand-to-God story. Um, he went to the University of Texas, and he was down there the week before our spring break. And he was missing. So that was the talk of the whole town, and my parents were freaking out, right? Well, of course, I didn't call my parents the entire time because I wanted to help freak them out. But they found this kid's skull literally buried in, in the ground, and, and like he was murdered because he wanted to buy dope. And I'll never forget my dad told me on my way down to that trip, he goes, I want you to have a good time. I know you're going to drink. I know you're going to have fun. But mind your business in Mexico. He said, if I get a call that you've been arrested and you're in Mexico, I'm not bailing you out. We don't have enough money to bail you out. And they, they, like, to, they like to raise the bail prices to try to get as much as they can out of tourists because they know they don't want to live in a Mexican jail for the rest of their life. And I listened to him. But it always stuck with me that if you have to be warned about that before you go someplace – that place might not be worth going to. And for me, it's not worth going there. For you, if that's, way, if that's one of those things you just go, eh, no big deal, I just won't get arrested. Great. Super. I, I, I'm rooting for you. I don't want you to get arrested. But once again, you're dealing with Mexican police. 
Let's see, we're going to Puerto Vallarta in June. Uh, soldiers have come back safely from Afghanistan and Iraq, but I wouldn't go there either. Yeah. You couldn't pay me to go to Mexico. I don't blame you. Uh, look, look. I, I And I always had fun when I went to Mexico. I, I take that back. You know what? The last time I was in Mexico, hold on a second. I think it was in 1994. I went to Ensenada on a cruise. 94, 95. Boy, I got way hammered on that cruise. I barely remember Ensenada. Just go to Poncho. Oh, Longhorn Wiener Dad. You know, we only have like two ponchos in the Metroplex now. And you don't even raise the flag anymore. You just flag them down when they're walking around. You still walk in buffet style. And they slap the fucking, you know, the, the enchiladas on there. And boy, ponchos is good too. They slap all that shit down there. You go sit down. You order your sopapillas. They bring them over, and then you get full. You raise. You used to raise the Mexican flag, and they would come over. They ain't got that no more. But there's only two. One's in Mesquite. Not very far. Ponchos. Ponchos is life. All right. Next mail here. Yes, it's it, it is a a Mexican buffet, and it is as heavenly as it sounds. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, as a fellow Cowboys fan and someone who is tired of losing in the playoffs, I have a question. With the draft upcoming, what do you first think the Cowboys will do? Second, what would you like the Cowboys to do? And third, what will the Cowboys do? And that is from JR or possibly Junior. But they're both capitalized, so I'll just say J.R. or Junior. Um, okay, let's see. What do I think the Cowboys will do? Let's see, what I think they'll do and what they're likely to do, what they will do, are probably the same. So this is what I'd like to see them do, J.R. or Junior. What I'd like to see is the Cowboys – like to see is them trade Dak Prescott and fucking draft some good quarterback early on. That way we don't have to fucking worry about rebuilding, but that they aren't going to do that. I'm happy to see that Lamar Jackson has been franchise tag in Baltimore because I was worried about a heads-up trade. Dak Prescott for him. I don't want that guy on the team either. Uh, what I think the Cowboys are going to do is I think the Cowboys are going to use their, their pick in the draft, number 26, as either trade they're going to trade and try to either move up or down. I don't know if they're going to try to move up. If they try to move up, they're trying to get the quarterback out of TCU. And I'm just not sold on the quarterback for TCU. He had a good season. I'll give him that. I, I can't take that away from him. I think he should have probably won the Heisman Trophy. I think that's what the Cowboys are going to do. What I want them to do is I want them to stay where they are in the draft pick, or I want them to trade up and get B. John Robinson, the running back out of Texas. That's what I'd love to see him get. Because Tony Pollard's not going to be the same. Uh, reports up here that Ezekiel Elliott is going to be released. Thank God. It's non-exclusive tag, so Lamar can talk to other teams, I think. Uh, but I, I'd like to see Bijan uh, Robinson uh, play for the Longhorn or for, play for the Cowboys. 
Jerry Jones does not have a history of drafting good Longhorn players when they're available. Maybe it's his hatred because he's a stupid ass from Arkansas. But I think the Cowboys are what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to they're going to try to get Max Duggan out of TCU, and I think that's a I think it's a wasted pick. I'd almost rather them draft a fucking offensive lineman. All right, last one here. Last uh, email. Here we go. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Maria, and then I'll read what Christopher has. Maria says, Arnie, my name is Maria, and I love your show, and I've always loved hearing your voice, especially when you talk wrestling, or I'm sorry, wrestling. There you go. Get it right. I just want to get your opinion on AEW pay-per-view last weekend. I have to say it was I was really impressed, and it seems they've got a lot going in the right direction. And do you think Kenny Omega is going to leave for the WWE? Hmm. All right, I'll get back to that. Let me read what's over here. Watch Lamar goes to Vegas for two first rounds. Uh, that, that would be all right. I, I could see that. From my perspective, Arnie, while it is possible to have a pleasant time in Mexico, there's no chance in hell Arnie States would have a good time. It would be too much of a pain in the ass for you. You just wouldn't get anything out of it. You'd get much more out of going to a good Mexican restaurant and have some good food than go home and sleep on your couch while a ranger gets you. Oh, no, no, look. There's a lot of places, Christopher, that I that are no good for me anymore. Literally, like New Orleans? No, no. I, I go to New Orleans for the food. They got to clean up the murders first. But like Mardi Gras, that'd be a waste on me. Mexico would be a waste because you go to Mexico for cheap alcohol. That's why you go to Mexico and get fucking all kinds of fucked up. I already know. Not good for me. I'm, I'm happy in my lazy boy chair. Um, Raiders, Falcons, Panthers, and a few others already had uh, have no interest in Lamar. Okay. Uh, all right. The pay-per-view this weekend, it was in San Francisco. Uh, AEW is actually in Sacramento tonight. Uh, don't know if Mark Briscoe's on the card. He should be. I thought that was a waste to have him on during the free part of the pay-per-view. But that's, you know, that's why I'm not running the company yet. All in all, the pay-per-view, not bad. Even the chick match, there there was a chick match in there, a fatal three-way that, that wasn't awful. No, not Lamar Odom. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Um, the match that everybody's talking about and the match that, that everybody should be talking about was the Iron Man match between Brian Danielson and uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, my personal second favorite wrestler behind Mark Briscoe. I have to be honest. I, I, I love the Briscoe brothers. Um, So a 60-minute match, they, they, they have a 60-minute match, and whoever wins the most falls during that 60-minute match is the winner of the match. Well, they were tied at three at the 60-minute mark, so they had to go sudden death. And this was a bloody match. There were all kind of foreign objects used in this match. It ended up going 67 minutes, and that is a long wrestling match. And, of course... The winner was Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Thank you. 
Fuck you. Bye. I'm better than you. And you know it. With all due respect, you ain't nothing more than a Scooby Dooby douchebag. It was a fantastic match. There weren't hardly any botches during the match. It was fantastic to watch a couple of great athletes going at it. It could be up there for match of the year already. It was a fantastic one. I mean, still no Briscoe's FTR, but that's still the greatest match I've ever seen on the dog collar. But it was a good match. Lots of rumors about MJF wanting to still go to WWE. We'll see if it happens. Uh, AEW's not doing a bad job. They uh, my, my one knock on them is they got to fucking lighten that roster. Lighten that roster and get more people, that get more good people on TV like MJF and Mark Briscoe. Guys who don't fuck up in the middle of matches. There's nothing worse than watching a wrestling match when a guy misses something and they're just kind of standing looking at each other. It, it's like watching a seventh grade dance when the guy gets too close to the girl's private parts. And they back away from each other and they kind of freeze for a second. That's a botch in a wrestling match. It is tough to watch. As a wrestling fan, it's hard to watch. And, and like, it, when it happens to somebody you like, you're like, oh, God. Because, see, that used to not happen. Today's modern wrestling, it, it's great because the, the people can spend time with their families and do all this kind of stuff. Back in the old days of wrestling, you were wrestling 340 days a year. And that meant you were pretty damn good at it because you were doing it night in, night out. I had somebody reference this the other day, and I, I really have to you, – you have to put some, some sense. The greatest actors in the world are professional wrestlers. They know it's staged, and anybody who's yelling at me going, oh, pro wrestling sucks, it's all fake. You watch Spider-Man? Do you really think that, that Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark? Do you really think he has an Iron Man suit and he can fly around and stop crime? But you seem to love that. My guys are just better athletes than that. And they can talk on a microphone really well. AEW is getting better. WWE got a big one coming up. Got WrestleMania coming up. We'll see how they do. We'll see. Uh, all right. That does it for listener mail. Uh, you can write me anytime you want. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We will do it again next week. Thanks to our fine sponsors of JS Floors.
offline and and he's talking about kink shaming people have weird kinks when it comes to sexuality all right this is one that probably should be shamed the sex idyllically sex positive world someone is able to pay conscious women to come and be drugged so that i can get my kink out my my fetish on having sex with unconscious people there's a consensual way to do that oh there you see um if you couldn't hear because the, the recording is terrible, it's this really, really fat, ugly, I guess, dude or whatever. And he says that his sexual kink is to hire con- women who consent to go be drugged and then let this person have sex with them. How long before we wait until it's non-consensual? I mean, that's pretty much what Bill Cosby did to everybody, and Matt Walsh goes into saying that. 
There are people out there that really believe that. You've got to be shitting me. You've got to be shitting me. Thank you, Alicia. I appreciate that. Uh, there ain't no stunt doubles in wrestling. No, no. As, 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 as infamously said by Jay Briscoe, God rest his soul. Never saw Bruiser Brody wear a mouthpiece. Uh-uh. No, you didn't. Now, I'm going to warn you. This last segment on today's show, uh, Mean Arnie could come out. Well, hold on a second. Let me let me let me back up that statement. Mean Arnie is coming out today. Oh, oh yeah, he is. And and what we're gonna have now is we're gonna work up to it. We're gonna we're gonna build the meanness up. Now, this first story, a lot of people say, Oh, this is mean. This is not mean. And and by the way, we've been saying this on this show since the day we started. June first, twenty seventeen. That was the first show. High school teacher in Michigan. Angela Repke says it is essential for parents to let kids fail if they actually want their kids to be high achievers. And then warns if you hire a tutor, you could turn your kids into stressed out perfectionists. Failing teaches children, this is according to this teacher, who I, I, I second behind this, teaches that they'll have to learn how to work hard to achieve high standards. Experts say failure arms children with skills to become well-adjusted adults. We all, we all had easy teachers in school, and they were there on tenure, and they didn't care. They wanted to pass us through to get their paychecks. Now it seems like there's more of those. Then we have the teachers that are actually willing to challenge the students because, God forbid, you fail their kid because you didn't fail their kid. Their kid failed themselves, but you, the teacher, are held responsible. And by the way, I'm starting to lose my patience with teacher friends of mine. And I'll tell you why here in a second. Uh, that's fucked up, Arnie. Speaking of fucked up kinks, do you remember the guy that gets off acting like an adult baby? Remember he built a giant crib and drinks from a bottle? Yeah. Oh, uh, fucking A. No problem for typical Matt Walsh. I agree with part of what he said in regards to that, but thought you'd enjoy that one. That's craziness that we allow that to happen. Oh, we're going to pay to Oh, yeah, these gals consented to it. Oh, I'm sure they did. Um, failure is and, and losing are the two most important things your kids can ever learn. Those are, the, 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 those are the two most important things your kids can ever learn is to fail and to lose. Now, now I will not accept failure and loss. You have to learn from it and move on and become better. From every loss, you should learn what you did wrong in that scenario and then improve so you don't lose again. Because that losing feeling, it's like failing. It's a, it, it, it's, it's a rotten feeling in your stomach. It feels like you've been kicked in the nuts as hard as you can, and the nuts are up in your stomach. That's what losing and failing feels like. And, and, and once again, I say fuck your feelings. That's a feeling you should learn because it will make you strive harder. And if it doesn't, then that's your lot in life. See, this is the one great thing about failing is that failing is the best teacher because it either makes you try harder or it pretty much shows exactly where you are in this world. And if you're okay with losing and failing all the time, then guess what? This world needs ditch diggers too. 
There's nothing wrong with ditch diggers. There's nothing wrong with people that, that don't achieve great things, don't become brain surgeons. I'm not saying that you have to do that. But at some point, you have to fail, and then you have to learn from it. And this teacher is probably going to get laughed out of the school, probably get fired for saying something like this. But it's the truth. In a world where everybody lies to us about everything, it's nice to have someone actually come out and mention the truth every now and then. And you know the best part about the truth? The truth isn't always great. That's the best part about the truth. When you're told the truth, sometimes the truth fucking hurts. There have been times I've been told the truth, and it sucked. It sucked. But I learned from it, and I never felt that way again, or never put myself in that position again. True story, I once failed a promotional class, and it was so hard. So I got super serious in the next class, studied my ass off, and doubled my efforts, and passed the second class. Hard work and effort pays off, yeah. You've lost that loving feeling. So there you go. This is a teacher that's, uh, like, like this teacher's going to get laughed out of the world because people are going to go, we can't fail children, my God. We'll get, we'll get strung up. These, these parents will be after us. These domestic terrorists. See, see, parents don't get mad when you fail your kids. When you keep, like, sexual predators away from your, you know, and you don't tell the parents about that, that's what they get mad about. An F on a report card, you can tell the parents. Parents are going to be upset. They're probably going to be pissed off at the kid, hopefully. Oh, I was talking about teachers a second ago. I have now asked two different teachers this question. Two well-seasoned teachers. When did teachers and parents become non-allies? Because it used to be, growing up, when we went to school, we talked about this last week, teachers and parents were allies. It was teachers and parents against the kids. The way it should be. I know, I sounded like Jackie Mason. That's the way it should be. I'm Jackie Mason. That's an old school reference for y'all. Hashtag Caddyshack 2, worst movie ever. Um... But I've asked these questions, when did you, why are you no longer allies? And, and they keep giving me same bullshit runaround answers. It's like I'm a member of Congress asking Merrick Garland a question. Regis. I have the Regis in me. You know, my wife Joy and I, we were, we were studying uh, cuisine at Tavern on the Green, and she got a Cobb salad. I was like, what is a Cobb salad? There's no Cobb in there. I miss Regis. God, I miss Regis. I miss Don Rickles. I miss Red Fox. I miss all the greats. I love YouTube so much. Go back and watch some of their old comedy specials, Bernie Mac. Now, that shit's funny. Suppose he didn't give a fuck. All right. Warning over a TikTok video. Now I'm starting to 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 ramp up my meanness here. Oh, I miss Johnny Carson too. Johnny Carson was the king. Um, this is a story uh, about a TikTok hack that sees people make avocados uh, submerged in waters. But uh, experts out there are saying, please don't do this hack because um, if you store your avocados in submerged water, it could give you fever, muscle aches. And, of course, 
the ever so popular diarrhea. Hiya! Did I mention diarrhea? Kapuya! Kapuya! Hacks suggest people store avocados in water to keep it fresh longer. Experts say that this can cause dangerous bacteria to grow. Storing avocados in the fridge with cling firm or simply keeping a pit inside can also help keep it fresh. Dumbasses. You know, TikTok shows a lot of different hacks for things, and I just look at them and I go, oh, for God's sakes. And then you have this one here. I used to have the diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. I don't know what happened to Hold on a second here. Let's see if I can find that. Where's music bread? Music bed. Let's see. I'll take out. Uh, can't take. Well, I can take that one out there. Yeah, I can take him out. Let's see. Do we have a diarrhea song? There it is. Boom. Is this it? Diarrhea, cha cha cha. Diarrhea, cha cha cha. Diarrhea, cha cha cha. My sixth grade teacher was scary, but ended up being one of my favorites and lifelong friends. She did not baby us and had expectation, had high expectations of us. One of my classmates broke his right dominant arm. She made him use his left hand. And by the time the class cast was removed, he was ambidextrous. Yeah, exactly. Dozens. Another TikTok uh, thing that they're warning you about. See, this is the thing. I like TikTok because I can tell my jokes on there, and I can see videos, and I get a lot of stories from there, and it's fun. And I get a lot of drops and a lot of awesome things from there. Um, but I, I, I try and I, I'll follow some of their recipes every now and then, and it's not bad. But this is one that, that maybe you need to watch your kids on if your kids are in college. Dozens of students at UMass were hospitalized over the weekend after participating in a dangerous binge drinking trend. It's called Borgs. I saw this video. I, I, I saw the making of this, and this has just got trouble written all over. 28 ambulances had to be called. Neighboring towns had to send in their shit. Uh, for an annual pre-St. Patrick's Day celebration called Blarney Blowout. Now, what is a Borg? Well, this is the fun part. You get you get an old milk jug, right? An old gallon jug, and you uh, you, you you pour out about half of the gallon. You fill it up with water, and you pour out half the water. Then you take a bottle of your favorite liquor, whatever kind it is. The, the person that was making the video was, uh, was using vodka. So they poured vodka in there. And it got close to the top, so they put about a half gallon of vodka in this thing. And then they loaded up with um, the electrolytes. You know these, uh, I, I, I use like liquid IV. I, I like it. I like the way it tastes. It helps me, you know. Stay hydrated by not drinking Dr. Pepper all the time. And they, they filled up with that, and then they just drink till to excess. They're drinking a half a gallon of liquor. And you don't think you're going to get fucked up from that? You 20-something? Look, I, I understand that this is the time that you turn it up. You get turned. You get freaky. You get crazy. 
but a half gallon of liquor? You motherfuckers couldn't. No, uh-uh. You, you got sent to the hospital for a half gallon? Come on now. Come on. Let's play in big boy land. This happened to me in fifth grade. My left hand uh, crushed by a horse, left hand dominant. I had to relearn to write with my right hand, even though my mom was left-handed, and offered to write my schoolwork for me. My dad said, no, she can learn to use her right hand. Moral of the story, my dad's a dick. Oh, and the kids are resilient and can relearn shit if they really have to. These fucking asshole kids. Oh, we're going to go potty. We're going to go potty. Well, I'm really working on my Boston accent. When I learned that you just take the R out of simple places, except the beginning of a word. You have to have it in there. But if R is located anywhere in the word outside of the first letter, you take it out. You go pack, pack, pack the ka. See, there's no R there. Ka. See, and it's kind of close. I, I, I found this playing along with accents the other day because I do this in my spare time because I'm such a loser. The Boston accent and the New Zealand or, or Australian accent is very close, except you have to level it up. Like, like, like you go up about four octaves when you go to Australia, and you have to be a little bit louder than Boston people. So you go, hey, crikeys, mate. See, they don't like to use the letter R uh, either. Either. See, but it's higher. Boston, you got to be lower, and you got to say, ah, oh, we don't like to use that word either. Either. See, everything is down. Either is Australian. Either is Boston. You're welcome. Ooh, electrolytes. Brando has electrolytes. Brando has plants. Cave. Brando has electrolytes. I broke my riding arm in sixth grade and had to relearn with my right hand for three long fucking weeks. What did the cunt nun do the day after I got off my cast? Made us write out Bible passages. Tiny-ass font size and made me do it anyway, even with the cast. Long story short, fucks Catholic school. (laughs) This one fine young lady has written on her gallon of liquor, fuck it, let's borg. I'm sorry, fuck it, let's bog. Bog. That's how they would say it. Bog. There you go. Enjoy getting your stomach pumped out, stupids. God almighty. Today's kids are so dumb. Now, granted, we would have done the same thing back in the day, but we wouldn't have gone to the hospital. You know why? Because we're not pussies. We would have fucking puked and rallied. That's what we would have done. You know why? Because we were awesome. Just ask me about it. Now. Here's where the meanness really starts to get ramped up. In a new survey taken with people that are just stupid and silly, it seems that women enjoy it when their friends are nasty towards people they dislike. People who were surveyed on how they like their friends to treat them and their rivals It was found that we prefer our friends to be vicious towards the latter. This is to maximize the friendship benefits we get from that person. Uh, Let me let you in on a little secret, a little breaking news here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing 
and listen. Um, by the way, uh, men enjoy it when our friends are nasty towards people we don't like either. I mean, I, did, did they actually pay to do this study? I mean, because, yes, Swoosh. If you like somebody I don't like, I probably don't like you. The story goes, uh, anyone who's been through secondary school already know the iconic Mean Girls film was more of a documentary than a comedy. Written by somebody who was mean, was, was being mean, uh, someone was mean to them. Researchers at, Oklahoma, researchers at Oklahoma State University, shocking, shocking that Oklahoma had to point out the fucking obvious to everybody. By the way, they voted down weed yesterday in record numbers. Very surprising. Um, sur- they surveyed 1,200 people on their preferences for behaviors of same-sex best friends. They revealed that many people, both men and women, prefer friends who are kind towards us but vicious towards our enemies. I don't want somebody who's nice to my enemies because then they're going to use the, oh, give them a chance. Yeah, you know that. We've all heard that. Oh, you don't like David? David is such a great guy. Oh, he came to my house one time and robbed me blind, but he's still a great guy. You know, you just need to... Here it is right here. Give him another chance. Oh, so now he can only not only rob me, but possibly rape me also? Well, I think that's a wonderful idea. I'm so sorry I didn't see past that. Just like triggers are yours, my shortcomings are mine. You don't need to fix them. Because if I'm not doing any work on it, guess what? Nobody else is going to fix that problem. If I don't like somebody, I don't like somebody. The end. And if they've done me wrong, if they are truly a quote-unquote enemy of mine, I'm thinking of one person. No. Oh, give them another chance. You were friends for so long. I don't understand how you could say that book is closed. You don't, really? Okay. I remember I was, I was told that. And uh, I, I said, what would you do if your husband cheated on you? Somebody told me that. And they said, well, I divorced him. I go, wait, you're not going to forgive him? You're not going to give him a second chance? But they cheated. I mean, it's, I said, no, this person stabbed me in the back. That's just like cheating. Why would I give that person a second chance? See, here's the thing. You don't need to be talked into second chances with people. Maybe your friends get along with a person you don't get along with. They can hang out with them. It's okay not to go out with the whole group because there's one person there you don't want there. That's fine. I ain't got a problem with it. See, the problem is the other people in the group, they feel bad. They want everybody to get along. They want everybody to have a good time. They don't know the backstory. Oh, give them another chance. Fuck their other chance. I gave you a chance. See, that, that, that's the thing that people don't understand is that when you give them a chance, that's the chance they get. They can either fuck it up or you could be lifelong friends. 
met a lot of people that I'm lifelong friends with. Why? Because I gave them a chance. They gave me a chance. Now, if I fuck that up, if I do something heinous to them or something they think is heinous, it's not up to me to go, oh, give me another chance. It's up to them. If they want to give me another chance, they can. I, I don't doubt it. I, I don't blame them if they don't. This study, though, is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, honestly. So do you like the people that your friends hate? Huh? No, I don't. Okay, well, we'll just mark that down. Here's your $20. Thanks for participating. Why can't I get any, any of these great surveys? Okay, now this might be the crescendo of my meanness here. And if you hate me for it, I understand. Y'all ever watch that show? I, I've only seen a couple episodes of it because I, I just can't. I, 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 really, I really just can't. The show Thousand Pound Sisters. Yeah, y'all watch that garbage. Um, these are the, the sisters Tammy and Amy. And and they're both just fucking rotten troglodytes. Now one of the sisters was over seven hundred pounds. The other sister was over four hundred pounds. New photos have emerged of Tammy Slanton. And this gal has got a forehead that you could build Gibraltar on. Well, here's the great news. She has lost around 300 pounds. She once tipped the scales around 700 pounds, but last year after spending time in a food rehab center, she revealed she hit her goal weight of 550 meaning she was able to have uh, bariatric surgery. Last December, she shared a video of herself showing off her new look, prompting fans to raise how great she looks. By the way, let me just say, let me just say real quick, how great she looks. When you drop down... From 700 pounds to 400 pounds, let me let you in on a little fucking secret. You still weigh 400 fucking pounds. Now, that is a that is a mark on the scale I have never broken. And I'm proud to say that I'm nowhere near that number anymore. At one time, I was close. There's a show called My Thousand Pound Used to Be Successful Morning Show to <laughs> I mean, I understand cheering people on and saying, hey, good job, way to go. But you went from 700 to 400 pounds. Now, granted, you lost three people. But, 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 but just stop. Don't nobody come out and go, oh, my God, you look amazing. You do not look amazing. See, this is the meanness coming out. Because I know there are people like cringing right now. She did great job. She lost 300 pounds. Yeah, she got about 300 more to go. Oh, you look great. Oh, with that fucking breathing tube in your nose while you stand up, while you can barely stand up. 
Oh, yeah, baby. Sexy. Oh, man. I can't wait to turn off the lights with you in the room. Good God. Do not, don't tell me that shit. And look, I've lost some weight. Don't tell me I look good. I'm still fat. I'm still, I'm still grossly overweight, and I'm okay with that. The only reason why I'm losing weight is because I don't have to do anything. Take my shot of Ozempic, I'm good to go. I ain't got to do nothing. This gal has fucking surgery after surgery. And by the way, she's still going to be a mess. She's still going to be a mess. She's just going to get replaced on the 1,000-pound life show with fucking Honey Boo Boo. That girl's on her fast track to 1,000 pounds. Still outweighs the average man by four times. Looks great, yeah. So did you see the preview of that fat dude asking the other day chick to marry him? No, I haven't. He got out of his wheelchair to propose. Oh, that's love. These are what people wrote. Can you imagine how much better she feels? And that's probably why her attitude is better. I know she still has a way to go, but she's already lost. Has to be a huge relief on her body. Please keep saying they can't tell she's lost a massive amount of weight. Look at her. She's half the size. Wow, this is fantastic. I'm so happy for her. This makes me so happy. I can't wait to see her a year from now. That really makes you happy. You know what makes me happy? Finding a $5 bill on the street. That makes me happy. You know why? Because I get something out of it. I get $5. Seeing somebody who was celebrated for weighing over 700 pounds, and now, now what they were known for, they're going back on. Like, hey, you were known as this big, fat piece of shit, and now you're going to lose weight, so we're going to know you as this. I don't want to know you as that. Oh, and by the way, it, it, oh, the ultimate meanness here. Y'all ready? Can y'all handle it? Oh, it's coming back. Oh, it's coming back. I'm just going to tell you that right now. That, way, that weight is zooming back. Don't believe me? All you got to do is look, look, look at Honey Boo Boo's fat mama. Now, no, she ain't as fat as she used to be, but she's still fat. She had that surgery, and then she went and did drugs, and she did all this stuff and lost all this weight. Now she got off the drugs. What's her drug of choice down once again? That's right, candy. And she's a big old pig again. Here's the thing. You have to want to change. This is no different than alcoholism. This is no different than doing drugs. You have to have that desire in you to change. I don't have it in me to change this. I just don't. I like who I am. I'm, I'm happy. I'm comfortable with who I am. If these people aren't happy with who they are and comfortable with who they are, then, hey, they need to find that. But I ain't buying it because you didn't do the heavy lifting. You got to do the heavy lifting for it to stay off. And these people, they get this wacky-dacky surgery. They get something tied off and all this kind of bullshit. And, yeah, they lose weight, and they look good for like a year. And they can wear skinny people clothes for a year, but you better not throw your fat clothes away. 
Oh, I tell people this all the time. This is my one number one piece of advice for people who want to lose weight. Do not throw your fat clothes away. You can put them in the garage. You can put them in the pantry. Don't throw them away because that shit's probably going to come back. Some people look better fat. Look at Jonah Hill, Al Roker, Adele. Oh, God damn it. You got me with that one again. Crap, people. I'm losing my touch. All right. Enough of the meanness for fatty there. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. Oh, that's lovely. I was no. wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I don't want to meet you. Stop it. Keep your fat clothes and make a 10 out of them. I don't care what you do. Just keep them. Just hold on to them. Just in case. Just saying. Oh, did we have an incident? Oh, we have an incident. Oh, second one in Brazil. Oh, no. Brazil, Brazil, Brazil. Is this a new place? Mm Mm-mm. Good God. 15-year-old girl had her arm torn off. Good Lord, that was quick. Footage, footage show, whoa, 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 Footage shows the moment her bystanders pull her out onto the beach and set her down on the ground with bloodied rag covering what remains of her arm. Where's the video? Where's the video and where is my lubricant? God damn it. There's no video? They just got, they got still shots? I was promised video. God, you know what? We're looking for it. We're looking for the video of this because I got to find it. Brazil girl arm uh, eaten by shark. Uh, okay, videos. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, 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 oh God. Wait, they, they took me to the same site. Where is it? Is it there? No, that's not it. God damn it. They took me to the same site I was on. Okay, this is the sun. All right, maybe the sun will have it. Ooh, the sun has it. The sun has it. Holy shit, the sun has it. Hey, ladies, we are giving out free dove samples. Just fill out our quick two-minute survey, and we'll ship it yeah, right okay, to your door. Whatever. Okay, fantastic. Warning, contains footage that may be distressing. Okay, here we go. There she is. Coming out of the water. She got out of the water. Let's see her arm. Come on, camera person. Oh, they blurted it out. She ain't got no arm. By the way, this is the second time at this damn beach that somebody's been mauled. According to authorities, a medical team attended the teenage girl about 1 o'clock on Monday. She was carried off the beach by first responders. It's the third off the coast of Pernambuco in two weeks. A 14-year-old boy was left with his femur exposed after a shark attack. And a surfer was bitten on in February. Why do people keep going back in the water there? There are sharks there. There are hungry sharks there. And before anybody says, sharks don't like the change of people. 
eat a big bag of dicks. You know why? Because that shark loved the taste of that broad's arm. He just full on just said, mmm. Oh. Ooh, that would go with a nice Chianti. You might be born with the right to bear arms, but sharks are born with the right to rip them off. Amen to that. She was a crook, and that was McGruff the crime shark, and he took a bite out of crime. Racha. <laughs> That's fantastic. Ah, yeah, keep getting back in the water. Oh, nothing to see here. No, just another shark attack. Oh, okay. What's this? There's no Black Friday game on Prime Video. Won't be under paywall. It's the first time the NFL scheduled a game on day after Thanksgiving. Okay, cool. I need to talk with Joe about that. That's a good one there. All right, some asshole in my home state of Texas has done it again. Oh, wait, fish dick, what'd you put up there? Put something good up there? Let's see. Oh, another shark attack. Is this the same girl? Oh, wait, it's a better one. Oh, no, there's a dude's leg. Oh, my God! Oh, dear Lord! Holy shit! Oh, my God. Dude, you can see the mark in his leg. Holy Lord, fish stick. That is awesome. Same beach. For the record, I pray cowboy girl. <laughs> For for the after story. Um, all right. An eight-foot alligator taken from a zoo in Texas 20 years ago by a volunteer and then was raised as a pet has been returned to the zoo. Now, I got to say, this is just stupidity at its finest here. How do you admit it? Hey, uh, Carol, have you seen the uh, alligator? No, I sure haven't. No, no, not at all. That's weird. That's weird. How do you... How do you lose an alligator? I'm not sure. Texas Parks and Wildlife officials discovered the gator at a home in Buda, south of Austin. The woman who stole the alligator had been a volunteer for Animal World and Snake Farm in New Braunfels over a decade ago. Investigators believe the woman who kept the alligator in her backyard as a pet either stole it or uh, stole an alligator egg or hatched it. Um, so it would have been very easy for someone at the time to take an egg or a hatchling, just come out with anybody noticing. But then, like, eight years later, you bring it back, you're like, well, here, here's your alligator back. You're a little too big for me now. Well, you can never adopt a child. Oh, we had him for a baby up until eight years old. All right, here you go. I stole him from you. You can have him back now. One of the game wardens said it was very friendly with her. It was very friendly with her. Did it play catch? Did it did it jump up on the couch and nuzzle up next to her? I'm betting it didn't because it's an alligator and it's got a very, very mean, slanted Abdullah Almangada or whatever the fuck it is. That's why they're so ornery. The alligator, who's a female, was named Tiwa. Why would Kirsten Alligators with bad names? 
Why, why, why can't you just name her like Sally? What, what, what's wrong with Beth? Tewa? T-E-W-A. kind of bullshit is that? What, you a Comanche or Navajo or something? You, you're going to give it an Indian name? I bet you the Indians said the, the, the name they called alligators was stay the fuck away from. That's a stay away the fuck away from. You don't get near that thing. It's an alligator. Arnie, I've never eaten alligator. Is it any good? Depends on how it's cooked. Like, I guess people in Louisiana can make it like a delicacy. I've had it once, and and, and I don't mean to be a dick here. I, I will tell you, it's like a really, really tough chicken. It's like really dried out chicken. I didn't care for it that much. But, hey, some people, they like they, they have big old, like, alligator cooks in, in Louisiana, and they can swear by it. The video of Tiwa, dumb fucking name, swimming through a pond at the zoo that was shared on Facebook was captioned, we partnered with Texas Parks and Wildlife to give this alligator a new forever home. You want a new forever home there, Tiwa? I tell you what, why don't you come visit my house? And I will, I promise you, I will give you a forever home covering my feet. Mm-hmm. What I'll do is I'll just shoot you in the back of the head, and then we'll take you to a taxidermy place, and I'll get a couple pair of boots out of it and maybe a belt. We'll see. Ogre says, adios, familia. Have a great Wooden's Day. Alicia says, alligator's not that great. Uh, I had alligator tail, and it was like chicken, but uh, the flakiness of fish, meh. I can check it off the list. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had that. I've had rattlesnake. I, I, I've tried the wacky foods. I, it, it's just not me. I know a lot of people like bison and things like I'm not, like, I'm, I'm happy with cows and chickens. I'm good there. And, and whatever fish makes a fish stick, I'm okay with that. They, I, they, those are very, you don't see a lot of fish sticks swimming in, like, lakes and stuff. They must get those out of the ocean. Because otherwise, man, if, like, there was a lake that was known for their fish sticks, well, I'd fish there all the time. Don't anybody. Don't anybody. That was fucking funny, and you all know it. I'd say a lot come from Lisa. She eats some weird shit. Yes, she does. But there you go. So this alligator now has a forever home. Yeah, it has a forever home. Could have a forever home in my closet. I, I, I've got plenty of forever homes. I, I've gotten, what, four uh, ostriches I've, I've, I've given forever homes to. Crocodile, yes, alligator. I do have a, a permanent home for an alligator and a caiman. A couple of forever homes for elephants, too. And I have a forever home for a lizard. I think I'm doing my part. All right, final story of the day. It's about this guy, and usually... Well, there's no usually about it. I always root for the animals, okay? I always root for the animals. When I, when I see these people doing their deep-sea dives and they're wanting to photograph, you know, great white sharks, I always want, I always want the fish, the mammal, whatever the hell it is, to turn tail and fucking eat that person. I always root for them. I have purple. Yes, you do. Bison is good, and we've eaten rattlesnake, uh, one we killed on a hike. Well, there you go. 
This guy is known as Dolphin Dave. Dolphin Dave is accused of harassing humpback whales and dolphins in Hawaii. What's he doing? Does he go up to a whale and, like, stick his finger in the blowhole? Is that harassment? Does he go up to a dolphin and say, your mom wears combat boots? I don't understand. What, what is harassing a dolphin or harassing a whale? How do you harass a whale? I'd love to see this on court TV. How great would this be on court TV? You get a whale, right, on court TV, and you pixelate its face out so you can't tell who it is. And then when you ask the whale a question, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Whale, uh, can you tell us where uh, Dolphin Dave uh, did to you? And all of a sudden you just hear, Uh, Your Honor, Your Honor, I do not understand what the witness is saying. Um, Excuse me, uh, Mr. Whale, can you point to your body and show us where uh, Dolphin Dave touched you? Takes his big fin out and touches its wiener area. (laughs) He sends him dick pics. The Department of Land and Natural Resources received an influx of calls about a man pursuing humpback whale on the Big Island. The suspect was identified as 65-year-old David Jimenez, who was seen snorkeling close to a humpback whale. Well, that's your own stupidity. That is your own goddamn stupidity. I saw the story. I don't like doing nature-on-nature violence, but uh, there's a story out there about killer whales. Killer whales are like surgeons with sharks. They just fucking get them, and they rip their fucking liver out, and then they just leave them for for rot. And I guess a bunch of them were just killed recently by killer whales. Uh, When asked about the incident, Jimenez told officers he's not going to stop swimming with the whales and dolphins because it's magical, and others do much worse things. This is a Hawaii administrative rule, one that protects endangered whales and another that prevents the harassment of wildlife. Stop harassing the whales, sir. There should be a big sign in the ocean. Please do not harass the whales. The whales need their safe space. Sanchez family, shoot them. Shoot them. Jacob. Well, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see Troy Landry hunt. Troy Landry from Swamp People going to Hawaii and 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 trying to catch a, a humpback whale. Got his 22 ready to shoot it. Shoot him, Jacob. Jacob, shoot. Oh, that one's not that big. It's a whale, sir. How do you harass a whale? Neener, neener, neener. Uh, I watched an EP of Gavin Miskey's new TV show. I couldn't watch it. I had to turn it off or I would have killed myself and my family. Wow. Good for them. I just love the, the idea that, sir, that man is harassing me. Oh, well, I'm sorry, humpback whale. Let, let, let me take a report.
You see this in a courtroom. Uh, defense, do you, do you have any witnesses? Yes, Your Honor, we do. Uh, we'd like to call Flipper. All right, put your right flipper on the Bible and swear to God. <laughs> oh, I don't know how my brain works sometimes. I thought of this whole situation yesterday, the whales on, on court TV pixelated out. In the in the jury pool, there's 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 a couple of like fucking sea otters, maybe a seal, fucking snapping turtle. Oh, that is going to do it for us today, ass family. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we will be back again uh, tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Wow, look at all them listeners on there. Good Lord Almighty, holy shit, that's a lot. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, enjoy your fantastic hump day, and adios, everybody. Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins, we sit good. On a cold, dark night I'm not afraid to go You bet I'm not Where the sidewalk is You left a lot Some people leave and never come back Some stay in touch Some lose track Your mind kept saying Come on, let's go you started learning what you don't need to know Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins I'll wait for you In the cold dark night You might come back You had to go Where the sidewalk ends I'll never know Hide from the future, run from the past I'll stay here as long as I can last Whistle's still blowing but the train is gone Ain't no wheels gonna take me from my home Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins We said goodbye on a cold dark night I'm not afraid to go You bet I'm not where the sidewalk ends
got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.